it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, welcome back. It's Coffee and Cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. We're happy to have you with us on this Monday morning alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers. And uh, we're in Omaha, but some people were in Lincoln this weekend. And uh, that includes a, a grouping of recruits, one being another offensive lineman. And also another Georgia kid. It seems like uh, Matt Rule and his staff have taken notice of players on the Bulldogs roster that may not have been getting playing time that he thought they deserved, or whether it's the same on the other end, that they thought they deserved. And so he's gone after the national champions to help it's, rebuild it's, this it's, team. It's all about <laughs> connections. I was messing with him this weekend. I said, I was like, hey, man, do you – Coach Smart have like a secret handshake or <laughs> part of the, you know, the, the good guys club. And, you know, he explained that they just have built good relationships. He's got good rapport with a couple guys in their staff. And and, and that's what it is in, in the Help Me Out business. And I'm going to go back to something he said to me. This was probably, I don't know, it was about a month ago. And we were talking, you know, we're just going on, carrying on. And he said something at the end that struck me as – Okay, I'm going to write that down. He said, you'll realize this about me. I leave very little to chance. Like, that was it. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I remember as, you as, saying that. As, right? I told you. That, and I was like. Three as, weeks ago, yeah, a month as ago. The, as the kids. Well, it was about. We were talking about Z. We were talking about. Oh, yeah. Remember? So it would only been a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. So that's before the breaking news. But anyway. Um, <laughs> right. I, so I'm like, that's one of those things like that I that I made mental note of because that's the one thing that I've said since, um, and I'm not trying to like go all the way back to, to Coach Solich, but since Coach Solich left the University of Nebraska, I've I've seen I've seen it all right. I've had decent relationships with almost all the head coaches, some better than others. And the one thing that I rest in is this job takes a grinder, right? You've heard me say this. That's the word I use. You have to be, you have to be a grinder. It's a greasy, grimy job. You have to, you have to really work at it because all the things that made you great 30 years ago aren't really in play except for the fan base that's the one thing that is portable over the last and it's 50 years of success right because you have to go 70 71 fan base was great then they're great now the fan base was great in the 90 in the 80s they're great now the fan base was great in the 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 90s they're great now Still avid support, so that's the constants. But every everything else is gone, 
the ability to get Prop 48 guys, the ability to go into the South and and be like the savior and, and uh, for lack of a better term, kind of white knight this thing where you get kids out of situations that they – that they want to get out of, like all all kinds of schools can do that now. The couple of times where you're the marquee game on television, all of that's gone. So you have to get back to good old-fashioned work. And quietly, Drew Down, not only do I think he's a grinder, you know, because he's just kind of edgy by nature. For as cool as he is, like – yeah, listen, he's st- still the East Coast guy that can go to Trenton and Newark and Roselle and Philadelphia mm-hmm. and be okay, right? That can manage the worst rape scandal in college athletics and get all your guys in a, in, in Waco to toe the line. He's still that dude, right? For for his cool, where mm-hmm. he was at he's, track this He's year. got a backpack of skills, right? He's, he's still that guy. And quietly, you know what else he's doing that's a pretty good blueprint? You go ahead. You want to say something? You know what? He gravitates to the comeback. Dude, Think about that. That's why I like. Think about that for a second. Everybody out there, the Art Briles scandal for one, right? He gravitates to bringing that program I can back. It. I can fix right? it. Then he goes to the, to the NFL, doesn't make it work, goes to Nebraska. He's gravitating back to his comeback. Then the, he goes. The job at Temple. The, and the job at Temple, too. But then he goes to Z. Then he goes to IGC. And then he goes to Eric Gilbert. Three guys that weren't all playing football the entirety of last season. He gravitates to the comeback. And better who does, yet. Who does that sound like? <laughs> That's what I like. I better like. Better yet, Nebraska's in comeback mode. Hey, and so he, so I think, I think they work hard. Like, I just don't think you can be on that staff. I told you last week the story of Coach White. He shouldn't have even been in Omaha. And not only is he in Omaha, he's going to multiple schools and he's watching Metro Wrestling, right? It's, it's really daddy daycare, but he's like, hey, you know what? Great I'm, movie, by the way. I'm only 50 miles away. Let me go get busy. Kids will be okay in school. Mom's doing her thing, holding it down back home. And mom, wife, the kid's mom. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I was there. <laughs> so, um, and guess what else they're doing? They're going to be at close to 100 guys on scholarship, potentially. Now, they have to get down to 85. But guess what I like? Same thing I said about Coach Bolton baseball. SEC mentality, you want to pare it down. You got 40 guys and only 20-some are going to play. Hey, let's compete. That's what I like Mm -hmm. that he's doing. Because ultimately, when you're building a culture of toughness and resiliency, you have to be a fat trimmer. You you don't get out of bed and, and get in the kitchen as a master chef and only get to work with the finest ingredients. You probably have had mm-hmm. to trim some fat along the way. Then when you get the filet or the wagyu or whatever, you know, the table, the kitchen, the fresh ingredients, then you're really on point. So as long as they can guard against complacency and kind of the, the mm-hmm. finer things that you get with Lincoln, because I think you got great leadership, you have really good resources, you got a tremendous fan base, and you're going to have top-notch facilities. Right, that bad boy's almost done, and it's going to be immaculate. So you ne- it needs to be about competition. Hey, congratulations to Team Sanford, you know, Phelan's hey. team. One point this week in, competi- in competition week. Wait, we're competing daily? 
we're competing daily to win the week. Those are the things that I like reading because if you want to replicate some of what you were able to do, it was a game of attrition when Nebraska was on top, and they, they would grind. You were afraid to be the first coach to leave. You were afraid to be the last or the first position group off the field. You weren't the one that was going home before the last guy had turned out the lights because it made you feel some type of way. If you can generate that kind of culture, I don't know how it equates to wins, but you give yourself a chance because you have to work. You've been outworked. You haven't been, for the most part, you haven't been out-talented, right? Mm -hmm. You've been outworked. You've been out coached if those things you can mitigate you give yourself a chance if you're going to keep continuing to stockpile talent and they'll get to the number i don't oh worry. yeah it, i don't it's easier to add to 85 but it's better to cut down to 85. and and i think for all we're i don't think like if we're up in arms over how to get to the number this was pre you but six seven years ago we we're up in arms that Coach Pelini only has like 76 guys on scholarship. Oh, that's self-imposed probation. We need more numbers. Blah. And then you'd get the other guys or gals that would say, oh, man, you know, we're good. 70. Now that we're over and we have to trim down, that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Do you know who it's a problem for? Folks that don't like competing. That's okay. Yep. That, that's Put them on the field and let's see who keeps their scholarship. Spring ball will sort itself out. Mm -hmm. It just will. You'll find the it, guys that want to be there. And that's what spring that used to be for. To it be wasn't there. for having mm -hmm. scrimmages at, you know, flag touch football right. at, the, at the end. Like, when you're trying to grow and groom a program, I don't care if it's business, if it's athletics, even if it's in your family, there has to be some degree of healthy competition. And it doesn't matter who it's between. It can go coach to coach, coach to player, player to player, admin to coach. Competition is good. That administrative staff, they need to compete daily. Hey, this is who we want to be. This is who we desire to be. This is the model behavior we need to have. Coach Rule is going to be, and that staff is going to be keeping track. Hey, you told me. Hey, you told me you were going to. Same as. Trev and those guys can look at Coach Rule. Hey, you told me. Mm-hmm. You told me, I'm keeping mental note. Coach Rule talks to the players. Hey, I told you, I told you, <laughs> players are keeping track, right? That's competition's good. It, 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 I don't think anybody can argue that it's not good. Now, you, when it crosses over into being paranoid, it better be a healthy paranoia <laughs> because <laughs> sometimes you need to sit Madonna a little. But for the most part, man, like they'll get there. The, you look at no that problem. wide receiving room. Yeah, there'll be some guys going home. No question. It's already deep, and, and, and it's getting deeper and deeper. You, you look at that secondary. Eh. Speaking of wide receivers, and I know we're kind of pressed for time. We're talking to Sam McEwen next, so we can continue conversations like this. But how about Malachi Coleman's debut at the Polynesian Bowl? Yeah. And you talked about liking things to read. How about the national writers? comparing him to DK Metcalf. Listen, so here's the thing that I like about that, and I'm going to land the plane the same place I started. He's exuding 
what everybody that was criticizing him, which I still think is a vocal minority. Like, we blew this, we blew it way out of proportion. 98% of the state of Nebraska, Nebraska's fan base, wants Malachi Coleman to be good. Mm -hmm. They do, right? So, you know what he appears to want to do? Compete. And he's okay with placing blame on himself when things aren't aren't trending and, and, the direction people and think that's, they should. And that's all. That's all. I even think the critics mm -hmm. want right. Compete. Sam McEwen's next.